Hello, um, it's Rob Ward here from the Britain's Energy Coast Business Cluster Shadow Board. I'm with my colleague Adam Pearson and we have with us Rob Davies from China General Nuclear. Um, we're here today at the Global Reach 2019 event where Rob has been speaking. We're going to get behind the scenes and sort of get an inside of you from the man himself. So Rob, perhaps you could start by telling us what China General Nuclear have going on at the moment in terms of projects in the UK. Well, um, hello and uh, to Rob and Adam and, and listeners, and thank you very much for the opportunity to do this. This is great. So I'm the number two in uh, what is the third largest uh, nuclear company. It's called CGN. It's the biggest builder of nuclear power plants in the world. And we are here with four joint ventures in the UK, and we're here to bring China to UK. So we are helping, uh, we are an investor and also helping uh, Hinkley Point. I've uh, got about 150 colleagues down there, uh, and we're very pleased with how that is progressive. And my thanks to Stuart Crooks for that. Uh, looking at the future, and what we want to do is we want to bring our design to the UK, and it's going through the GDA now. More importantly, we want to bring our experience for how to build new nuclear power plants efficiently and cost-effectively. We're helping that with Hinkley Point, but we then want to build, and our proposal is, frankly, is we build between four and six straight off. That's the most efficient way. It was done by the French in the 1970s and 80s and by the Japanese, so this is nothing new. Thanks for that, uh, Rob. I think what I'd find really interesting is to hear your views on the energy mix of the future for the UK in terms of where you think that's going to come from through all the different types of energy we have today, how big a part will nuclear play and is that large scale or is that, you know, SMRs, AMR technology? Look, I, the whole world has, has woken up to the fact that we need to go zero carbon and uh, for myself and my children and my grandchildren, I'm delighted that this, that this is going ahead. UK governments made a commitment to be zero carbon by 2050. Good. So how do we do it? There are many organizations and there are more options than there are organizations who say how this ought to be done. From a very simplistic point of view, nuclear has a key role to play in providing baseload electricity. We're building Hinkley Point. Out of that should, should then come Sizewell because it provides a simple stepping stone for taking that experience. And then out of that, we are willing to build and there are others. So to me, there should be large reactors, and then to use the sites efficiently, it's a small country, we need to have perhaps SMRs and AMRs on the same sites, if they're big enough, and use SMRs and AMRs, but it's not an either-or. So from that point of view, clean energy will come from large reactors, and then increasingly from the small reactors and some of the new high-temperature reactors coming in, and that is going to have to mix with the renewable sector. I would prefer that the, actually the clean energy sector approaches this jointly rather than it being seen as, as it can be seen by the press and others as being either or. It's not. It's both. So if um, large-scale nuclear is going to play a role alongside other generation technologies in the future energy mix, um, are CGN looking to invest in you know, technologies other than large-scale technologies? I can't give you a definitive answer on that, it'd be, and it'd be wrong for me to say no, but that doesn't necessarily mean yes, okay? For us, first of all, we've got to get the large nuclear bill, which is a huge program, to be kick-started for us. As we said, four to six of our reactors on two sites. Whether after that it then leads to other technologies, I don't know. What's important here for, for us is that this is not to some Chinese takeover of the United Kingdom or the clean energy industry. It is a collaboration between the two countries. China's going to be the biggest nuclear power, as far as civil nuclear is concerned, in the world 
quite quickly, within 10 years. And I, we want to bring the expertise into this country and have a collaboration with the UK supply chain. Because by doing that, we can form partnerships and we can then help the UK industry to be competitive, not only for UK, but also for China. So in terms of CGN's presence in the UK then, Rob, how do you feel the international relations between the two countries, China and the UK, will be affected from the developments that are happening around the UK? Look, we are acutely aware that there are sensitivities which are geopolitical and they are social that we have to address to make ourselves acceptable, not only from government, but also to other stakeholders. So our aim is to establish a sustainable long-term business here. That's what we want to do. So what we've said to government and others is if there's anything we're doing or you don't like about us, you must say so, and we'll see if we can address it. Um, We have, for example, we've said clearly that, quote, we do not want to operate the plants. In reality, as you know, is that the Chinese or the French would never operate the plant in any case. It would be done by a, a UK site licensed company. So we're sensitive to this, and we know that we have to go in many ways one mile further than anybody else to make us acceptable. Could I just bring it back to the UK then? Yeah. And we're at an event which is about bringing together clusters from nuclear regions from the UK and around the world. So I wonder if um, you've got a view on how CGN's plans can drive sort of regional and local economic and social development as well? Sure, and I'm uh, glad to have this opportunity. For CGN, in fact, for for China as a whole, bringing or exporting nuclear projects and building nuclear projects outside mainland China is new. But they have great experience of building local enterprise and building regional or having regional development around some of these large sites. And the world's biggest is is called Yangjiang, where there are six units on the site. So what we want to do in this whole approach of a four to six on two sites will be to how do we link the regional development of the UK site area to that in China. I mean, there's increasing trade between China and UK. And I would like to see increasing trade from the regions into a similar region in China. There's definitely some really positive things happening there, Rob. So thanks for that brief explanation about CGEN's plans and how it helps to um, develop these sites going forward. As a shadow board, we're really interested in treating people as people and hearing from them, not just as a name on a presentation, but as an actual person. So in terms of you, your background, you know, where did it all start for you and a bit of your journey to where you got to now? Sure. I spent 25 years in the Royal Navy. And I'm not a nuclear engineer, but not submarines. I was captain of three ships, and I wasn't going to make admiral, so I decided time was to get out, so I did an MBA. And, and I left in my middle 40s, and I went to work for what was then Arriva. And I ended up um, becoming the CEO of Arriva in UK, which is then part of developing the whole Hinkley Point project. And then once that was signed, then I jumped ship and then went to work for the Chinese frankly, to do exactly the same for them that I'd done for France. So my skills are to to bring together, to synthesise a strategy and to push that and to try and persuade UK government and others that this is in the best interest of UK. Great. And, you know, it's really important for our members to have that visibility of the, the career pathways that people take to get to positions of leadership like where you are at the moment. 
Um, I guess building on that, what what do you see as the role of young people in delivering this vision for a low carbon energy future? It is easy to underestimate the, the importance of this. The, the young people have a, and sat in front of me, are people who if their combined age is probably less than my total age, <laughs> right? Is that this is fundamental to how we're going to make this work. And I've advised many people who, you know, who are coming out of uni or, or post-grad to say, I would go into the energy game. This is so key to get right. And I think you've got a great future. And so therefore, what is being done by the shadow board and what you do and what the young generation do is fundamental. The more that people of my age listen to you, the better. So Rob, so you, you've sat through this morning's presentations. Could you talk to us a bit about any key things you heard from them from this morning that you think that you will take forward that perhaps you didn't know before today? What really interested me, and I know our focus here is Cumbria, but there are many other organisations that represent these regions. What really interested me was that there is for Cumbria and there are for other reason, regions, organisations that we, as a developer, can talk to and saying, we're thinking about doing this, what do you reckon? What is it that you're interested in? Because there's no point in us going down a road if you guys say, I don't like that. And that is the big strength of these organisations. It's a focal point from which you can then point us in directions and give us a, give us a developer, whoever develops what, a steer. And that's your key role. So I wonder, Rob, whether um, you've got a view on the Moorside site in Cumbria and whether that is an attractive proposition to an investor or a developer. Look, the uh, Moorside is one of eight NPS, as it's called, government-approved sites for new build. And there are only a finite number of, of sites for large reactors in UK. And what we've said is that we want to build, we'll need a second site if we're going to build a fleet fleet of four to six and that's the most efficient way of producing a foundation stone so each of the sites has either a political or a commercial issue attached to them which we have to address what is good and what i think where organizations like yours and others can be really helpful is to be able to interact with potential investors like us and be able to say well if x doesn't work how about y to actually be proactive into a developer, because today, one of the limiting factors, whatever you're building, SMRs, AMRs, large reactors, is sites. So the sooner that the local community is willing to, to consider a site and then advise government that this could be rather good, the better. So following on from that, what does that mean in terms of the upcoming energy white paper that we're hoping for and expecting post-elections in terms of nomination of, of new nuclear sites? I have no idea what what is in or would be in the energy white paper. I guess all of this depends on the outcome of the election. What we as a developer and a constructor and then a sustainable player want is to have clarity of, um, of political policy on nuclear. That will help us and every other potential developer to then move ahead with good communities like yourself. Rob, last question. We have certainly put you on the spot here, but could you tell us, if you were to go back to being 20 again, your, your younger self, what one piece of advice would you give to your younger self starting out perhaps you know, early in your career? What have you learned that it's a really, really key thing that you wish you knew when you were younger that we can pass on to the next generation? I think the most, uh, the most difficult or a difficult thing when you're young is to know who the hell you are and therefore what you want to do. 
So just follow what you want to do and you will then increasingly know who you are and out of that will then come what you do. I started down one direction of which I was okay at it, pretty good, but I then came into another direction where I actually found my own metier. Great. Well, thank you, Rob, for spending the time with us today. It's been great to hear a bit about um, what CJN are up to, um, your background and, and your advice for young people and how those young people can play a role in the future of clean energy for the UK and around the world. Yeah, China's certainly playing a, a key part in our development of nuclear in the UK. Um, so it's really exciting to see what happens next, really, and what happens in the future. So thank you for your time, Rob. It's my pleasure, and I wish you all well. Thanks, guys.